welcome to Reading the Bible Together podcast. I'm your host, Angela Smith. Today we are talking about Luke chapter 21, and my guest back from, I think it was chapter two, is Program Director for Faith Radio, Ben Holson. Welcome Hi, back, ben. thank you. Thanks for having me back. Appreciate yeah, that. We had a really great conversation back on chapter two, so I'm excited to see what comes out of chapter 21. Me too, as we get closer to Christmas, and I just love knowing that there are so many people around the country and throughout the world that are, we're all reading the Bible together. Mm-hmm. What a great gift and a blessing this is. So. Yeah, very cool. So let's dive right in because I just felt like there, there were some tough things to read in this chapter. Yeah, some really tough things to read. And I feel like in just for me personally, I was like, am I understanding this correctly? Mm-hmm. You know, as Jesus is talking about the destruction of the temple and, and the end of the world. And, you know, I really found... Uh, some help, I, I think, in what the disciples were saying. They're asking him questions like, Jesus, what what should I be looking out for? You know, how, right. how do I know? Because I want to be ready when you come again. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was that was helpful to me. But yeah, some, some things about, you know, uh, the destruction of the temple and telling of wars and persecution, but then also at the same time to continue to have that hope and um, to, to have that strength and the boldness of my faith to know that no matter what happens, no matter what I'm being tried for, for my faith or who's trying to persecute me, um, God will always give me the words. And that's one thing that I, I think I, I, I prayed before I had this conversation with you. God, please give me the words so that we can impact people's lives so they can know you better. And so we can grow deeper in our faith, not, obviously not for our glory, but for, for his. Yeah, that's verse 14 mm. from this chapter, and that stuck out to me, too. And what it made me think about is, so at the time that we're recording this, there are some hostages that have, some people that have been taken hostage in Haiti, because around that verse, it also talks about that when, you know, when you get arrested, that you're going to have an opportunity then to tell people about me. Mm. And when these people were taken hostage, because I was in the book of Luke, you know, studying and getting the study guide ready, I had read that verse, and so when I heard about hostages being taken, my first thought was the opportunity for them to tell their captors about Jesus. And I just have to confess, I would not have had that thought at oh, any other time because that not. is not right. my, yeah. you know, that is not our first go-to thought. And so that felt like a real like mind switch too, of you know what Jesus is telling us. Like, don't worry about what you're going to say because I'm going to give you the words and take this opportunity to tell the people who have just arrested you or captured you to tell them about me, which felt like it just became really real hearing about these people that are being held hostage in Haiti. Sure. But isn't it, isn't the way Jesus works and how he teaches us in the Bible and how we live our, our daily lives with him in our hearts. Isn't that how he works every, every, in every situation, circumstance, we think one way, the world thinks and acts one way, but I can't remember exactly the terminology that you use as kind of a, a switch there. But what Jesus says, you just, I mean, Every time he speaks, at the especially at the end of, of, of this chapter, and I'm sure we're going to get there, but all the people came to him in the temple to hear him every single morning, mm-hmm. you know, because every time, I mean, I'm just hanging on every single word that he says. And I was convicted too, just reading through chapter 21 going, if I lived in that time, would I be like a Pharisee or would I be somebody that, that just kind of um, just 
didn't necessarily take part in what was going on? Or would I be there in the temple every morning to just wait on every word? Uh, Because a lot of people weren't, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so he also talks about at the end of the world and that, or people are going to come in his name, you know, um, and and be false teachers. And I pray that I don't fall for that as well either, you know? It's such a, such an interesting, tough time to be alive, and it has been, I think, in our lives to be Christians, but to just continue to keep my eyes on Jesus, in his eyes, looking in his eyes every step of the way. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the world, when he comes again, we will all know it is him. Yeah, yes. And, and back in chapter 12, he was talking about, uh, before everything that he had been talking about occurs, there'll be a great time of persecution You'll be dragged into synagogues and prisons, and you'll stand trial before kings and governors. And that's where it says, but that will give you an opportunity to tell them about me. Mm. And in the study guide, we're directing people to pray for the persecuted church, mm. which I want to do. Um, but yeah, you know, thinking about, you know, how it's, I have a lot of thoughts going on at the same time. You know, there's the filter that we have because we're Western. Mm. We're not living in an Eastern culture. You know, some people say that we're suffering persecution, but then I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't call it persecution. You know, you look at our brothers and sisters across the world who are literally taking their, giving up their lives to to follow Christ and thinking about this from their perspective, being, you know, thinking, you know what I mean? Like when the yeah. rubber meets the road with this kind of stuff. We have it pretty easy, don't we? Yeah. I, I just, I, I feel the same exact way. I. I think I was telling you a story, it might have been last week, about um, there was a church in Russia. This was many years ago, and some soldiers found them. It was an undercover church, and some soldiers found them and, and broke in and and with their big AK-47s or whatever big guns that they have, and, and they said, um, are you, you know, all of you worshiping God? And they, they said, yes. And they said, okay, well, um, I'm going to give you one chance to leave, to deny your faith in Christ and get outside, get outside the church because the rest of you are, are going to die. If you stay here, you're going to die. We're going to shoot you and then we're going to burn the church down. And so some people left and they shut the doors and they were holding their guns in front of faces of children and moms and dads. And they said, you know, they just kept pressing like, you're going to die. We're going to kill you. We're going to give you one more chance to deny Jesus and this group of about 30 people just refused and they just, they loved Jesus. They weren't leaving. They're willing to give their life for God. And as that was happening, the soldiers started to put down their guns and said, okay. They looked at each other and they said, we're safe. They're safe, they said, because we are Christians as well. And we want to worship God with you, but we can't take the chance of people that aren't willing to stand up for their faith um, because, um, they will tell, you know, such a, such a, a bad circumstance. They will tell our bosses that we're worshiping God too, and then we'll die. Mm-hmm. So to have that faith to stand up with a gun between my daughter's eyes and my eyes and say, nope, we're standing here for you, Jesus. We're going to stand here. We're going to give our lives. I'm going to give my daughter's life for you. Wow. How inspiring is that? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus, for their faith. Because I want to be like them. I want to be like you, Jesus. Yeah, to be marked by faith, not mm. by fear. Amen. Yeah. Woo, I'm not really sure where to go from here, ah. Ben. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning of the chapter. Okay. 
So on the study guide, we're having people go um, scooting back a little bit at the end of Luke 20, 2047 to Luke 21, 2, and note the way that the teachers are, are cheating widows and, and how the widows are treated. And then I have you going back to Deuteronomy and into James to look at how from the, you know, from Deuteronomy, we were supposed to be treating widows and orphans. And I had my father-in-law is an Old Testament professor and writes commentaries. And I was having a conversation with him once. And he said that one of the ways that you knew about somebody's character is, you know, looking at Old Testament times is how they cared for widows and orphans. And so then now we come to this point where they're cheating, cheating widows out of their, their homes. And that too, I mean, it just goes along with the the hard, I feel like, and the heavy of this chapter of what are we supposed to do? Mm. You know, what are we supposed to be doing for widows and orphans? And I don't think this is a back then thing. This is a continue to do for them. No, I think, and for the least among us, right? Because Mm -hmm. they were the least among us in that time. They had nobody. Um, You had to be a male, basically, to have a life back in Jesus' time. And so if you didn't have a father or you didn't have a husband, you were destitute. And it just goes to show us in modern times, too, who are the least among us. Obviously, widows and orphans among them. But who else? Who else does Jesus want us to take care of um, and, and tell them about Jesus and show them love and help take care of their needs? Uh, I just am so grateful, but challenged and stretched. I love how you use the word stretched um, by everything Jesus says. Mm-hmm. Because again, going back to what you said earlier in this podcast episode, it's not how I naturally think necessarily. So I have to switch my thinking to be more like Jesus. And I appreciate that. Yeah, it's really, I've heard it said often that his kingdom, God's kingdom is an upside down compared to our world mm. is upside down. It's just opposite. It's just other. It's holy, it's set apart, and to try to continue to to renew our mind, mm. to get to that being our right side up instead of upside down, I think is a continual everyday process that we, that we need to do. But what a gift at the same time. You know, I want to know more about Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. And instead of it feeling like, you know, um, a, you know, a stretch in a negative connotation or, or such hard work. What an absolute joy to have Jesus in my heart to want to be more like him and to turn my sinful human nature upside down to have a positive impact on this world for, for him. Mm-hmm. Ben, before we're, we finish, would you pray we're for done the, our, We're done already? I know. No. <laughs> would you pray for the persecuted church? I would, absolutely. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to be in the word together as a body in Christ. Thank you for Angela leading this conversation and thank you to everybody hearing it. Please bless them and, and may they have an amazing day filled with experiences where they see you and they feel you. Lord, we are so grateful for the people, the missionaries, the people that are, that are working the ends of the earth to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in your name in really tough circumstances. We are so grateful that, that you have given them that gift. We are so grateful that you are loving them, you are with them, you are guiding them 
every step of the way. And Lord, we just, we just ask that through those tough situations, you work through them so that more people will know your name and will know your love and your goodness. Lord, we ask you to continue to be with them, and we ask that you help them do great things in your name, and you fill them with peace and comfort and joy for the rest of their lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me for this very difficult chapter. <laughs> thank you. Next <laughs> time, can I, have a, can I have an easier one? <laughs> yeah, when can I time. come back? Yeah. <laughs> this is so fun. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us for Luke chapter 21. Make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. And we will see you next time for Luke chapter 22. The Reading the Bible Together podcast is a production of Faith Radio and Northwestern Media. Hosted, produced, and edited by Angela Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, consider financially supporting Faith Radio. Find more information at myfaithradio.com.